0: Come on in. This is the Church of Stop Shopping. I'm Reverend Billy. In today's earth service, we start by acknowledging where we are, and that is the promised land. But we worked hard to get here. I think we deserve it. We walked for months and months, years across the desert, the wilderness. We walked through all these beasts, but we were protected we were following this pillar of fire, fossil fuel, and we were promised the promised land. And we knew that. We knew that when we got to the promised land, that the people that lived in the promised land before we got there would be dispatched in some way. And finally, while wow, we got there, the chosen people arriving, Woo. career, comfort, convenience, status, good looks, health, wealth, woo feels good, ambition, we got it. Something's wrong here. Do you feel that? Wow. Do you feel that? I run down out of my little Brooklyn apartment, out to the street, and everything is covered with this kind of milky fog. I can't see. All the objects are kind of out of focus. What happened here? And I have a feeling that I'm not being reassured. Like you usually are by wherever you are in the United States. You're getting this assurance that you're a part of something exceptional, that you're protected. I don't have that anymore. It wasn't just Trump. It wasn't just the pandemic. It was some kind of invisible, psychological, dooming tsunami swept through here. And I'm standing in the promised land. I find that I am facing the other way. I'm facing the direction that I came from. And I know in my heart of hearts that I have to walk back into the wilderness, back into that world where we murdered everything to get here. I'm going to have to go back and retrace my steps, go back through there. I'm going to have to walk and walk for a long time. And it's going to be strange. It's not going to be safe. And I'm going to be I'm gonna be I think I'm gonna be thinking about the promised land. I hope I survived.
1: Where am I going? It's a go.
2: Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the
1: Lord.
0: Hello, Reverend Billy here in the Church of Stop Shopping. And so far, we have had in our half hour my opening remarks. I'm trying to extricate myself from the false promised land of consumer capitalism. And then the second thing was the Church of Stop Shopping Choir. Singing about capitalism again, yes. Singing this line, I want us to remember this line. We'll come back to it. Life on earth is saving us. Life on earth is saving us. And then the third thing that just preceded my talk right now, our great teacher, Dr. Martin Luther King, at the top of the mountain, seeing the promised land on the other side, welcoming us welcoming all especially African-American people to that top of the mountain to see the glory of the Lord. Now, I've been a part of many movements. I can remember ACT UP. I lived in San Francisco then, and uh, of course, Occupy Wall Street, and Standing Rock and Black Lives Matter, and the Me Too, the Women's March, Parkland, the struggle against guns, the Regenerative Farming movement, so important and hidden from a lot of us to some degree. The struggle against pipelines, the struggle against the infrastructure of fossil fuel. We have many movements, and we're working so hard, and we're not seeing each other, hearing each other, being with each other enough. Therefore, we need a commons. Yes, no, what is a commons? A commons is a green place, generally, in the center of our towns and cities. What do you mean green? Often they're parks. What do we do in commons? We talk to strangers. We talk to people who are unlike us. And that is why the people from the different social movements have to meet in a commons. We're not meeting enough right now, partly because of the addiction to screens, partly because just of the muscular quality that is needed to have a successful social movement. It's such hard work and it's so celebrating. It's uh, almost like its own trance, truth-seeking, freedom-fighting. And it's no wonder that we don't notice some of the other movements. Well, in a commons, we would. And what do we have to have? The soft emotions, the radical forgiveness and loyalty. We have to have trust, empathy, openness. How do we get that? Well, life on Earth is saving us. Let's go back to that line now. We are in an accelerating, extinction event. The sixth extinction is speeding up and speeding up and you and I are scheduled to pass on in a matter of months or years. Thousands upon thousands of life forms have passed away. The earth is giving us this last breath as we breathe our last breath, we are together. In a sense, that last breath is our commons. We have that in common. And as we breathe our last breath, all of the issues are one issue, life. And we don't have to lose our freedom-fighting issue, our social movement, but for that moment, we are ultimately intersectional, we're with everyone else that commons has got to exist now because we have to be with each other physically. It's not going to work online. It turns out we have to be the earth meeting the earth. You're made of the earth. I'm made of the earth. We have to be together in the commons that evokes this amazing earth spinning in space this blue and white conscious living being earth hallelujah are you with me did you hear what I'm saying we have to get out of our chosen peopleism get into the commons earth hallelujah amen
3: hello welcome to news from the natural world I'm Savitri D a massive landslide on the west coast of Canada has had unprecedented impacts on one of the country's giant fjords the slide has wiped out salmon habitat in Butte Inlet British Columbia but also cooled the inlet's waters, reversing the recent and worrying warming caused by a potent marine heat wave. The landslide happened in a remote area about 200 kilometers northwest of Vancouver, British Columbia. The slide pushed an estimated 9 million cubic meters of debris into a lake made from the glacier's meltwater, creating a wave that may have reached as high as 110 meters in some spots. Northern Russia and Scandinavia, had the coldest January in years. Meanwhile, adjacent Arctic waters were up to eight degrees Celsius warmer than normal. France is set to make serious intentional damage to the environment punishable by up to 10 years in prison as part of a planned ecocide law. The law was proposed following a recommendation made by the Citizens' Convention for the Climate, an environmental committee of 150 people Committing an ecocide offence could be met with a fine of up to 4.5 million euro or up to 10 years in prison, in cases of intentional violation of climate laws. A study published in Frontiers in Psychology tested the ability of four pigs to play a simple joystick-enabled video game. Each animal demonstrated some conceptual understanding despite limited dexterity on tasks normally given to non-human primates to analyze intelligence. Animals were trained to approach and manipulate a joystick with their snouts. They were then taught how to play a video game, in which the goal was to move a cursor using the joystick toward up to four target walls on the screen. Each pig performed the tasks well above chance, indicating the animal understood that the movement of the joystick was connected to the cursor on the computer screen. The fact that these far-sighted animals with no opposable thumbs could succeed at the task is. Remarkable, according to the researchers. In Canada, the government of Northwest Territories has been charged $10,000 for destroying the nests of at-risk bank swallows. The charge, laid in a territorial court on January 28th, falls under the Federal Species at Risk Act, which seeks to protect wildlife species vulnerable to extinction as well as their habitats. The $10,000 fine will be paid into Canada's Environmental Damages Fund, which is used to support the natural environment. Bank swallows, which are found across the country from Nova Scotia to Yukon, have experienced severe long-term decline, with populations plummeting by 98% over the last 40 years. Ongoing habitat loss, climate change, and pesticide use are cited as key factors lessening bank swallows' chances of survival. A new study is directly contradicting the widely-accepted cultural transmission hypothesis, suggesting that whales learn their songs from other whales. Our findings indicate that neither cultural transmission nor social learning contributes significantly to how humpback whales change their songs over time, said one researcher. Despite large and sometimes rapid changes, whales often end up singing similar songs the cultural transmission hypothesis is attractive in part because it's hard to imagine what mechanism might instigate the song variation. The results of the current study question the role of vocal imitation and cultural transmission in humpback whale song, but they do not resolve why the songs are changing. These results tell me that whales are sophisticated in ways that researchers and observers hadn't previously considered, says the scientist Mercado. What we're hearing is a level of acoustic sophistication which is beyond the ability of humans. Astronomers have discovered a trio of hot worlds, larger than Earth, orbiting a much younger version of our Sun. The system resides in the recently discovered Pisces Eridanus stream, a collection of very young stars that stretches across one-third of the sky. The Pisces-Eridanus stream is named for the constellations containing the greatest concentrations of stars. Stretching across 14 constellations, the stream is about 1,300 light-years long. The mass use and proximity of the Pisces-Eridanus stream make it an exciting fundamental laboratory for studying star and planet formation and evolution. And now, the sounds of extinction. The gray-crowned crane, also known as the African-crowned crane, is a bird in the crane family, Grude. It is found in eastern and southern Africa and is the national bird of Uganda. The gray-crowned crane is about three and a half feet tall, weighs almost eight pounds, and has a wingspan of nearly seven feet. It occurs in dry savanna in sub-Saharan Africa though it nests in somewhat wetter habitats. The gray-crowned crane has a breeding display involving dancing, bowing, and jumping. It has a booming call which involves inflation of the red gular sac. It also makes a honking sound. These cranes are omnivores, eating plants, seeds, grain, insects, frogs, worms, snakes, small fish, and the eggs of aquatic animals. It faces threats to its habitat due to drainage, overgrazing, and pesticide pollution and it's an endangered species. And hear the sound of the grey-crowned crane
4: The time of my life is flying by yours, the birds of our bodies fly through the hours Because you walk by me and I walk by you, everyone with ever love is walking by too Because the air around you breathes like a life I promise the four walls a kiss Good night Because our hours are hours, our whispers apart Our quiet wildness is a cry of our heart Because the time of my life is flying by yours The birds of our bodies fly through the hours Because you walk by me and I walk by you Everyone with ever love is walking by too Because the air around you breathes like life I promise the four walls a kiss goodnight Because the hours and hours are whispers apart Our quiet wildness is the cry of a heart <laughs>
0: I was in the car with Savitri. Savitri and Billy driving across South Dakota for days, destinationless. corporate farming, GMO, corn, soybeans, and we kept going. We came out to Sioux country, all of a sudden there weren't any fences anymore, and we gravitated down toward what is known as the Badlands. some money, I think it was 12 bucks or something to go into the Badlands a 37 mile uh, drive in your car on the edge of white and pink and purple, black striated rock, very beautiful a little on the order of the Grand Canyon coming right out of the prairie. We drove for a while. We had both been there before, years before, when we were much younger. Something about the whole thing was uh, not quite making it for us this time. And we pulled into this scenic, I think they called it a viewing point. I think they were called viewing points. Little parking lots on the edge of the promontory that juts out over the panoramic rock of the Badlands. And we never talked about it, but we just sort of stepped over the fence and sort of walking into the scenic view. Ingested some kind of inhaled, some sort of breath of bravery or something. We had to know that, I mean, there were signs and everything. You you can't leave the little cul de sac. (laughs) We walked down, down, down into the scenic view. We pierced the scenic view. We committed the crime of becoming people inside other people's scenic view. Not supposed to have any people over there. We kept walking. Not talking. Walking. Farther and farther. And then we sort of walked through a a sort of crease in the beautiful layered rocks. Went up into the sky like a city block up. We walked in this little Narrow Canyon, came out behind the scenic view, and there was a beautiful meadow there. A kind of, uh, would you call it a swale? What's a swale? Have I heard that word somewhere? Uh, there might have been a little stream there. I don't think I saw the stream, but it's a little bit like, like a, a valley. We walked into this meadow of all these native long grasses. Different. We still weren't not talking. I mean, we held hands now and again. Mostly, we just kept walking. All the sounds of the wind in the grass, the wind whistling through the rocks. And then finally we sat down. We lay on our sides. And then waited. Waited for a long time. And then the grassland around us began to change. There were heads surfacing
1: in the grasses, looking at us,
0: animals of different kinds,
1: antelope, deer,
0: bighorn sheep. other animals
1: too all the eyes
0: looking at the eyes and we were there long enough to feel that this place was alive with eyes, ears, senses So many beings, we were watching each other, the place was being with itself, so many eyes, And now it's time for our thank yous. First of all, of course, the Stop Shopping Choir and your song, The Promised Land. That song comes from Laura Newman and Nehemiah Luckett were the composers. And the words came from everyone in our community. Dr. King and the sanitation workers of Memphis, Tennessee, thank you for your struggle, for your vision, for your promised land. Thank you to Savitri D., the director of the Church of Stop Shopping, of our performances and our direct actions. Thank you for the news from the natural world and the sounds of extinction. Much thanks to the the fiery eagles of justice, Jason Candler on saxophone. He's also the editor and co-producer of this show. And Brendan Burke, our friend on the drums. I want to thank Neil Young for helping us develop this half-hour adventure. This is posted at the Times Contrarian, part of the Neil Young Archives. This advice column that is in the Times Contrarian is posted at the Independent, Reverend Billy's Revelations, the Independent, I-N-D-Y, the Independent. We'd also like to thank the Pantheon podcast people who put us on 50 different podcast networks. People... Let's not be chosen. <laughs> Let's go down to the commons
1: and talk. Earth,